Hello, gardeners, farmers, compost enthusiasts, and growers. Welcome to The Healthy Garden, the show where soil is important and growing a healthier world is job one. Hopefully you've crawled away from your barista and you've put down that last bit of coffee because today is Organic Gardening Part 6, and what we're going to do is we're going to wrap this thing up. This whole deal was not uh, you know, a college class on organic gardening. What this whole thing that we gave you in six segments was, was years of experience and little snippets and little tidbits to try to tantalize your mind, to try to open up your eyes and to think of a different way of doing it. Because if you look out there in your garden, when we're all long gone, and if there was no life left on this planet that was human, let me tell you something. Those plants would find a way to come back. Even after a nuclear holocaust, those plants would come back and those plants and the biology in that soil would clean this thing back up and make it back to the Garden of Eden that it once was. So what you've been told, what we've been told, all the stuff that we've learned over the years about gardening and that I learned as a landscaper and then I've learned in farming, a lot of the stuff, a lot of the information that I've been given hasn't actually been the right information. So what I'm telling you guys is take this little snippet as an offering, a peace offering, a community offering, a way for us to start to think and to turn our minds and our direction a different way. So enjoy Organic Gardening Part 6. I hope this helps. I hope it changes you. Some of this is just my experience. Hey, stewards of the earth, I want to tell you about a place that I absolutely love. It's called Aquaflow Supply. You can find them online at aquaflo.com, and they are a great supply store that sells pipe. They sell all kinds of landscaper supplies. If you're a landscaper and you're trying to transition your customers over to organic, which you should be, these are the guys to go to. You can find them online. They've got seven stores in Southern California. Uh, they carry every Malibu compost product. They've got the Baby Boo potting soil. They've got the Boost Blend Biodynamic Compost, our flagship product. They carry all the teas, including Boo's Blades for turf, okay, for lawn, seed, and sod. And they carry the green bag, the elusive green bag, Booze Blades. If you aren't top dressing your lawn, you need to be. It's fall. It's time to get out there. And if you've got questions on transitioning to organic and you're a landscaper, home, home gardener, whatever, reach out to these guys. They're fantastic. They are great at customer service. They care about you. And we're proud to be partners with them. So if you've listened to anything that we've talked about over the last uh, five segments, 
what you've come to realize is that there's one key thing, one key protocol that to me, and this again is my opinion, is the most important thing that you can have in an organic garden. And for that matter, any garden that you're really going to do, um, uh, for me in an organic garden where you are growing food or you are growing something that you're going to ingest or you are growing something because of environmental issues where you need to have, uh, you know, you need to detoxify the environment that you're in, whether you've got kids or grandkids or pets, or whether you're in a, in a, in a wildlife corridor, or whether you've got runoff going into a creek, uh, or into the ocean or into a bay, like a lot of my friends, you know, up off the San Juan Islands, you guys are surrounded by the whales. You know, what you put in your garden matters. Uh, you know, that's when I'm talking about organic gardening, real, true organic gardening, not the fake stuff. So that's what I'm talking about. The number one thing you need is a good compost. And I'm talking about a good, finished, 100% organic compost that the inputs are organic, that there's no monkey business, no phony baloney, just real stuff. And that's why I always say, please compost at home. I want you to compost at home. We want you to compost at home. You get to control your inputs. There you get to keep all of the um, pesticides and the herbicides and the fungicides out. You get to make sure, just like we do when we compost on our farm, we control those inputs. And that's why I can hashtag true organic revolution. That's why I can say non-GMO because I know, I test, we, we know these things, okay? That's why I'm saying when you control your inputs at home, you're controlling it. So what are we going to do with that good finished compost? And that means it's gone through the cycle. So if you're composting at home and you're not doing a hot thermophilic compost where you're um, killing the pathogens that are in there, the E. coli, the salmonella, the listeria with the heat getting up over 131 degrees and sustaining that um, for 15 days where you're killing off those pathogens, then what you're doing is you're doing a more passive composting at home. And what you want to do is you want to let it go through its phase where it really goes through its cycle. So that stuff on the bottom is truly finished. And then what you want to do is take that stuff and you want to screen it. You want to screen it as fine as you can, like with an eighth inch screener, because um, so you make yourself uh, a two by three wood frame with an eighth inch wire welded screen in there and you shake that stuff. And then you take that stuff on the top that doesn't come through and you throw it back into your compost pile because that is the best compost starter and it's loaded with biology that you have. A lot of times we'll take that stuff and put the spoils that come off of uh, our screening process out on the farm. You put those guys out in where you've laid out your next windrows and you start to lay down your inputs out there on your next your next windrow. Same thing when you're doing this at home. That stuff is great. It's gold. Don't lose that stuff. Use it. But screen it down fine. Why are we screening it fine? Because we're going to top dress. Top dressing is, it is the essential component of all organic gardening. I don't care what anybody else tells you about putting down any kind of meal or any kind of fertilizer or any kind of spray or whatever. Whatever they're telling you, they're wrong. Okay, if they're not telling you to top dress your garden with good finished compost that you've controlled the inputs on, they are, in my opinion, 100 million percent wrong. Okay, that's where it starts. 
get good compost, make good compost, and start top dressing, and do it how? With frequency. Mimic nature. This is biomimicry. You are playing the role in your Shakespearean garden of nature. I want you guys to play that part perfectly well. And what you are is you are the trees dropping the litter. You are the animals scurrying across and pooping and peeing and, and, and scratching stuff up and breaking leaves up and creating this beautiful leaf litter and leaf mold and all of this great biology that starts to break everything down. And as we get moisture from rain or from fog or from dew, it all starts to come alive and activates and, get, it's, and gets into your soil. That is why you want to use a good finished so it gets in. It's able to break down. The biology can get in there and start breaking down the organic matter in your soil and become a food source for the protozoa and everybody that's got to come in there and eat them and crap and have this beautiful living explosion. This is what it's about, people. Come alive. Get alive. Wake up. Hi, it's Norma, a biological farmer and the producer of the Healthy Garden podcast. I know I've spoken about watering before, but did you know that at 100% of the clients' homes that I've been to, that the irrigation system, timer, and or methods have been the reason why most of the biology was not active or anaerobic in the soil? If you have little or no water covering an area, then the biology can't be active or benefit the plants. And if you have too much water, then you've created an anaerobic, smelly, fungal mess that never dries, creates fungal diseases, and ultimately kills your plants, shrubs, and even trees. Be careful that your sprinklers are not hitting the trunks of trees, as that is not mimicking nature. Adjust and be in control of your garden timer, and test your irrigation monthly. 90% of your problems will go away. great song called Johnny Appleseed by Joe Strummer and the Mescaleros. It was his band after the clash. And Joe Strummer, who I'm really sad that he died because he couldn't deal with his addiction issues, was one of the greatest songwriters of all time. For you guys that don't know him, you know, in the clash, you know, some of you might thought, oh, that was punk rock. It was actually some of the most incredible writing of all time. And Joe Strummer, with his band, the Mescaleros, wrote a song called Johnny Appleseed. And if you haven't heard it, Go on YouTube, go on Google, Google it and listen to it. It's a great, it's an amazing song. And a lot of times I feel like Johnny Appleseed. I feel like I'm, you know, we started this, this biodynamic compost company and we came out of, you know, landscaping and came out of gardening and got into farming. 
And, you know, now we're at a place where we're making compost, where we're, we consult on a bunch of projects. We do a lot of gardening, gardening at home, gardening all over the place. We teach a lot of classes, and I feel like it's about spreading the seeds. And if, and if we don't spread the seeds, if we don't spread the truth, then the seeds are going to die. Then that great heirloom knowledge and that great stuff that we have all is going to die. And that is what we're doing in the garden. So when I tell you to compost, please, I implore you, I beg you, compost. I, I, I see people as I travel around the country. So many people are excited or they get excited. Stay excited. Be alive. Don't be a zombie. Don't be one of these gardening zombies that walks in, goes to the wall of poison and grabs the same crap that, 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 that everybody uses, okay? Be a be a revolutionary, you know, be a revolutionary in your own garden. Breathe in that air. Feel it. Suck it in. Know what it feels to be alive. Know what it feels like to grow your own food or to go out there and actually take a rose cutting off of a rose that you grew without poison, without chemicals, without anything besides Mother Nature. That is being alive. The next thing I want you guys to do after you top dress, and when I say top dress, I'm talking a sixteenth of an inch to a quarter of an inch. Top dress with frequency and then water it in. I want you to start using compost tea. It is an incredible thing to feed biology in your soil while feeding your plants at the same time at root level. And it does do great things on fungal diseases. If you're a master gardener, you've heard from people that, oh, compost tea doesn't work. Well, you know what? So those people that told you it doesn't work, those guys are in my book. They're hat men that hide behind their degrees and their stuff. And what they're doing is they're telling you misinformation because the people that pay them are the people that are trying to control you. I don't control you guys. I, you don't pay me. I don't pay you. It's free flow of information. Compost tea works. Use it. It's great. It will work on those fungal diseases and it will bring your plants back faster than anything I have ever seen. I'm going to tell you something that I don't share or I haven't shared often. I'm going to tell you about a thing called the million dollar mix because a lot of you guys aren't planting in raised beds and you're not doing container gardening, you're growing in ground. So if you're planting plants in ground, what's the mix that we use and that I use and that Norma uses out there in the field? And yes, we actually get dirty, we actually dig holes, we actually put in irrigation systems, we actually do stuff. That's the other thing about living, do stuff, like just do it, you know? You want to learn ballet and you're 73 years old? Damn it, go out and do ballet, okay? Because there's a class somewhere where you can learn, okay? You want to pick up the piano? Learn how to play. Get a violin. You used to play guitar and that used to be great when you were college and that, you know, it's been a while. Dust off the guitar, play a song, you know, see if you can bang out, you know, Yellow Submarine one more time. Do something, you know, anything. But in the gardening world, it's an ongoing deal where we get to every day go out and experience and enjoy it. <clears throat> so when we're mixing soil to plant plants, and right now I'm doing this and it's in the fall, so it's a great time to plant. It's an incredible time to plant. So if you're going to plant in the ground, I do this amazing mix and it's going to be in thirds, not fourths, not eighths, not, you know, some really funky, you know, weird uh, ratio. 
I have heard some funny things back from Foreman on projects, which I'll share with you. But this is one third of your native soil. So you're going to dig your hole out. If you're putting in a five gallon, you're going to dig it to at least a seven and a half to a 10 gallon hole. Okay. If you can go 15, you got the brute strength for that. Or you want to um, ask your, your partner or your husband or your kid to dig you a big hole. What you're going to do is you're going to go one third native soil, one third good finished compost. The compost either you made at home or a compost like a booze blend. It's the only one I recommend because I don't know any other compost out there. I just don't know any good compost out there. Maybe you're a farmer or you have an urban farm and you control your waste stream. Great, use your compost. And then use a really good planting mix, a good potting soil like a baby boo that I can recommend. Some people will just go ahead and take in more inert mix like a, like a, a pro mix with mycorrhizae and add that into that mix. That's okay too. So, you know, and if you've got other stuff and it's, and it's a reasonable soil, use that. Plant everything in there and then water it in with a compost tea because it stimulates the root growth, it mitigates transplant shock, and you got something that's really going out the gate, okay? Now, remember, it's a third, a third, a third. I've had people come up to me on job sites and say, so it's a third compost, it's a third planting mix, it's a third native soil, and it's a third, and I go, no, you've already hit three thirds, okay? That's it, okay? That's where we stop, all right? Other things, just remember when you're planting, all seeds are not created equal. Some seed stock is not good, and some seed companies are no bueno, okay? When you're growing food, grow what you eat. Grow what you know your family's going to eat and you're going to eat, you know. Or if you have people that you're growing food for, grow what they're going to eat. Be able to share. Harvest. When it's time to harvest, don't wait. Please harvest. Just get out there and do it. It's a great exercise, and it's super tasty, and it's super fun. Grow fruit trees. Please take care of your house plants organically like they're actually plants. Treat them like plants with some compost and a little compost tea. I told you some of the simple amendments you can use if you've got some kelp meal. Great. If you have a little bit of azomite, that's fine. You can put that under your compost layer. You can do those things in an or real, true, 100% honest to God organic gardening protocol. I want you guys to have fun. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take this show to other places and we're going to talk about a lot of stuff and I'm just going to get really honest and be really real with you. And if you have questions, ask them on our Healthy Garden podcast pages on Facebook and Instagram and we'll answer them. Please reach out to us. Please download this on Podbean or Apple coming out on Google Play soon. Share it with your friends and join me and join us and join Norma and join our friends as we go ahead and push out this message on the true organic revolution, which is what the Healthy Garden Podcast is all about. Join us next week for another exciting and interesting look at gardening, growing, farming, health, and how we all might make this place that we call home a better place. Until then, thank you and happy and healthy gardening.